When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Apartment 4D, your podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with my co-host, Joe. Hello. And Heather. Hi, guys. Today, we're here to discuss number 18, or episode 18, Fancy Man Part 2. But before we dive in, as always, we'll start with a feeling stick. I would actually like to start today. Usually, I ask you guys, but I'm so excited. Okay. Because as I shared with you, and by the time this podcast episode airs, everyone will definitely seen it. Um, that Zoe Deschanel, Jake Johnson, Lamorne Morris, and Zoe Lister, who plays Fawn Moscato, mm. made a video about how to vote early, in person, or mail in your vote. And everyone was in character for the video. Mm. And I've been on the fence about a new girl reboot or reunion, unless it was just them like sitting around talking as themselves, not as characters. But the joy that short 30-second video Aww. brought me seeing them all in character, I'm now 100% Whoa. in support of a reboot. Because even though I was burned by the Gilmore Girls reboot, it still yes. brought me a lot of joy revisiting the town and the characters. And even though I might not have been 100% happy with it, it still was fun and there's nothing else to do. So I just want to let everyone know I've changed my stance and I will now be pushing hard for this. On the internet. What are your guys' thoughts on that before you share? Not 99% sure. You're 100% sure. Whoa, that was a bold statement. I mean, the pandemic changes things. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, would you want a reunion now that you've seen that video? Did you watch the video? I didn't watch the video. I mean, I I texted it to you so I could see why it was hard to access. That whole 30 seconds. Yeah. And then um, I said, make sure you watch it before the podcast. But <laughs> well, we don't know if, like, maybe they're waiting for another season. You know, like, Shameless. We're still waiting for the next season oh, of Shameless. Okay. But I read yesterday that uh, William H. Macy is actually filming it right now because his wife got out of jail finally. Oh, Felicity Huffman. Yep. And I, so oh, congrats. she got out of jail and... They mentioned in the article that the husband's supporting her, even though he's up making the last episode of Shameless. Oh. Yeah, but this show ended, so we know we're not waiting for a new season. New Girl ended a few years ago. So what we want is them to just, for fun, come back together and make another season or a special. Even a special thing. We never even got to see Allie and Winston's wedding, so let's, like, backtrack it. Well, Schmidt's got the neighborhood, so he's he's, too busy. Yeah, Schmidt's got the neighborhood. Well, you can do multiple projects at the same time. Some people do. Heather? What are your uh, thoughts just on a reunion before you do your feeling stick? Yeah, I know. Um, I would I would be down for a reunion, particularly because I'm one third of this podcast. What? Because I'm on this podcast. Oh, so you want a reunion so the podcast can go for longer? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're rolling season one, so we got a lot of time. Well, I, I love Actually, doing it. Actually, <laughs> if they did if they did the new episodes like in a year, they would totally screw us up because we'd have to go out of order. Oh well, we, we could not miss opportunity. We could do feeling stick. Oh, I guess we'll worry about the format later. Joe, did you have a feeling stick topic? Uh no. Okay. Not Heather. Orange is the new black and I'm on the Facebook page. And they pointed out that Natasha Leone, who plays Nikki, 
was on New Girl. And that was on the third episode, the wedding episode. So when we watched that, Joe and I are both watching Orange. But we had not seen Orange yet. So really cool that she was on New Girl. Joe told me she has a stand-up comedy show, which I didn't know. And I thought she did a great appearance and she actually played a similar character than she that she plays on Orange. So that was what I noticed and learned this week. But for people who listen to our podcast and pay attention, they already knew because we said it in the Yeah, episode. we did say it. As I told you via text. But Joe and I didn't get excited because we haven't watched Orange as the New Black. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Anything else before we get into the episode? No. Okay. okay. Netflix description. Jess's date Russell, Jess's date with Russell doesn't go as planned. Meanwhile, Nick's college friend visits and brings out Nick's inner frat boy. I was actually excited about the Netflix description this time, except for that I see that now um, they didn't talk about the CC and Schmidt element. But that's okay. I guess in the description you can't talk about everything. Well, these Guess- descriptions sometimes. But yeah, that's my point. Yeah. Guest stars from this episode include Martin Starr, who plays Dirk, who was in Life in Pieces. Heather, didn't you watch that? I was obsessed with Life in Pieces. Do you remember him being in that? No, because I got into it kind of late in the season, so mm. I read that he was in it too, but I think he was probably in the earlier. Got it. He was in Freaks and Geeks, which isn't oh. uncommon to see a lot of crossover with this show. Good and show. shockingly, he was in Game of Thrones. We also have uh, the character Miriam, who was played by Jazz Reynolds, who's in The Council of Dads, which you also oh, watched, Heather. Oh, good show. And Skylar, who's played by Natalie Dreyfus, who is the niece of Richard Dreyfus, oh. and she was in the shows The Flash and Will and Grace. Oh, good shows. So, getting into the episode, uh, Dirk is in the bathroom. We don't know who he is yet. He's basically <laughs> naked. Yeah. And Jess walks in, which I'm disappointed in him in not closing the door. And she comes into the kitchen and says that there's a guy in the bathroom, Tony the Tigering it. And then they have a discussion about what that means. And it's really Winnie the Pooh or any cartoon bear who only wears a top and no bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we find out Dirk was Nick's roommate in law school. Again, the inconsistent. I mean, not law school. He was just in regular college right. with Schmidt. But it's just like they throw around. Right. Well, him and Schmidt were consecutively roommates for 10 years, we later, later learned. Allegedly. Yeah, well, allegedly, but Schmidt throws a party, so. And when they're out there and Dirk's just running around being weird, they ask how her date went with Russell, and we see the awkward date situation. What are your guys' thoughts about that, the hug at the end of the date? I'm just going to back up really quickly. I thought it was funny how Jess was so calmly walking out of the bathroom. Yeah. I would be like, what are you doing? Well, she knew Nick had a house guest. Oh, she, okay. She said, okay. your house guest. Your house guest. Tony the Tigering it. Okay, sorry. Joe, what did you think of the awkward ending to her and Russell's date where they hugged? Um, Because she thought he was going in for a kiss. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he patted her. <laughs> <laughs> and she was all confused. That, that kind of sums up Jess's... Uh, intimate history if you remember the show yeah and everything turns into a debacle versus a moment yes lots of awkwardness heather what do you think about the awkward date um you know it's funny that scene it didn't really make an impression on me one way or the other but i did like her dress oh really i didn't like it i mean it it only showed a short clip but i thought the black and white was good for a date yeah it was very vintage yeah and it looked a little bit different than her usual style so i felt like she was trying to be sophisticated for him yeah yeah and her little side pony yeah (laughs) and then um nick says like he's probably just nervous she said that's terrible he's wrong she tries to talk to winston about it but he gets a phone call and leaves 
and uh, Dirk's just there being weird. And she says the next time they want advice not to come to her, they're like, yeah, no problem. I love how she goes, oh, I love when you guys come to yeah. me for advice. <laughs> it makes you feel important. Yeah. So Winston gets off the phone and asks Schmidt if he can borrow his car, also uh, known as the Mambulance. Because it, and uh, Schmidt doesn't want him to because he's preparing for a corporate retreat. And Winston ends up getting it anyway with this extra set of spare keys. And then I'm sure Cece was already on her way over. But I love how Jess is like, I'm just going to call Cece and talk to her about it. And then Cece walks in one second later. Yeah, that was that She was must have good. slipped down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> and I like in, in that, I guess it's like a little bit earlier, but Jess says, or someone says, are you wearing a woman's scarf? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to derp. Yes, to derp. yes. Yeah. So um, he wants to know, Dirk wants to know who left Cece's face pretty when she wants to know who left the door open. Yeah. And he's hitting on her and she's like, I'm seeing someone. And you could see Schmidt get so excited. But then he starts asking her stupid questions. She's like, I'm the boss. And he goes, oh, is he more like your secretary or your secretary? (laughs) And Schmidt looks very annoyed. I love that man's facial expression. Oh, me too. So I'm going to go to the next scene unless you guys have anything to add. Good. Joe? No. Okay. So um, it's just really quick. We see that Winston is driving Shelby to the airport. She's going to a bachelorette party in Mexico. And he innocently says, like, oh, this is good. We'll get a little break from each other. We'll have a little space. And she does not take it. Well, I think she overreacted a lot. What do you guys think? I mean, people don't like hearing that. But, yeah, her reaction, I felt like it was extreme. Yeah, what do you think, Joe? Well, especially because she's going out of country and all of a sudden he needs space while she's out of country. Oh, Oh, so you took her side. Well, I mean, you could see how she's like, wait a minute, you never need your space. But now that I'm out of country... You need your space. For like two right, days, probably. right. Like, what are you yeah. going to be up? Oh, I didn't take it that way. Oh, that was good insight, Joe. Because okay. she wasn't jealous before. Like, she's never been jealous. No, she's right, not chill. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, in the next scene, we see that Cece is trying to hook up with Schmidt while Jess is in the shower. Yeah. Like, get a grip, Cece. And Schmidt, I love how he takes the power bar she gives him and throws it without looking. Yeah. And he's like, I'm doing work. For my real job. I have to fit all the employees' names to a version of we didn't <laughs> start the fire. We didn't start the, how, who thinks up this? That is so funny. I think like at the time there was a viral video though where someone redid We Didn't oh. Start the Fire. Or maybe I'm thinking of how they always talk about that song in the office. It just rung a bell to me for some yeah. reason. Oh, okay. But still. Yeah. It's totally good. Random thought. Yeah, maybe it was popular then. So, and one of my favorite parts of the scene is when she's like, oh, are you mad about the sex receptionist? And he's like, a sex receptionist answers phones. A secretary does scheduling, light filing, basically runs the whole office. Thanks light for the demotion. Light filing. He is so not intense. And so he's like, it's done. It's over. I'm not going to hook up with you. She tries to entice him by unbuttoning her shirt. And we find out he's named her breasts Harold and Kumar from the movie White Castle, which is offensive on so, so many, many levels. levels. And probably not something that would fly today. No. Shouldn't have flown then. Um, and basically, Jess is like, oh, is he bugging you? Come out with me. So do you guys have anything to say about that dynamic before I move on? It's just very amusing. Yeah, it was a yeah. funny scene, Joe. I saw you laughing. Nobody still has any idea that they're hooking up. Right. She's just Nobody like, are does. you bothering him in there? No, right. she, she goes, is Schmidt bothering you? Cece's in Schmidt's room. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the heck? She's <laughs> Jess. Oh, that was funny. I know he's annoying, but... Right. <laughs> okay, so now we're back in Jess's room. Mm. Cece has her shirt back buttoned up, mm. and they're discussing Russell and what's going on, and Cece stands as like, look, the boys who live in this loft are boys. The boys who dated before are boys, and Russell is a man. 
He probably likes when a woman knows what she wants and asks for it. You're sophisticated. You could call him and just bust out her bunny foo-foo phone case. <laughs> and she's like, I am sophisticated. And I love how Cece's like, what's that? And just like, a phone. Yeah. But I looked at that phone case forever. Well, yeah. I, she's had that phone case for a long time, so I don't know why Cece was like, what's that? It didn't have the bunny tail on it. Oh, okay. It was okay. like she got an addition or something. And then I like how Jess works in, he's sophisticated because he has a hot air balloon in a hanger. In, in Palm Springs, right? In, oh, yeah, it was yeah. in Palm Springs. Yeah. 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 Why would you have a hot air balloon, like, just to have? I mean, a, like a plane I could see, like a yeah. fun plane. How, how many times do you open a hot air balloon? Well, I will say hot air balloons are a ton of fun. Mm-mm. They really are. I Maybe mean, he rents it out to people as a source of income. Oh, like a little extra spending like cash. Like he has a hot air balloon business. Sure, sure. I, that conversation took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're at Dirk's lecture, which looks absolutely ridiculous <laughs> and terrible. Uh, Winston, I have no idea, I guess, because Shelby was gone. That's how Nick got him to go with him. Um, and the students run up to them afterwards and ask if they're going to the post wine and cheese event they emailed Dirk about. And here is where the only time, no disrespect, Joe, that Joe reminds oh. me of Dirk and, and Dirk reminds me of our son. He's like, sometimes when I get a long email, long pause, I just don't read it. <laughs> and we'll like be in a group text. Like, about our plans, like, Heather, Joe, me, and my son, Caden, about, like, walking Heather's dog or whatever. And Caden will be like, oh, what did all those texts say? I didn't want to read them. They were too long. <laughs> you <laughs> literally a busy man. It's, we're in a pandemic. You're homeschooled. <laughs> nothing else to do right now. You're 15. Yeah, take some time. <laughs> and, Joe, you've been guilty of being like, what? You didn't tell me that? And not reading a text. Yep. Sometimes I'll send Joe a text, and it's, like, really long, mm-hmm. and his response is the letter K. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Or I'll say to Joe, like, do you want to take the kids to Panera for dinner or Chipotle? And he'll write back, okay. And I'm like, yes, okay, but which one do you want to go to? Sounds good. What? Why are you not listening? I'll just decide then. Back to the show. So um, Dirk actually points out to Winston the issue with giving someone space. And Winston starts to freak out, thinks Shelby's going to cheat on him, and leaves the lecture, running off, trying to make a phone call, really upset about it. And we find out that Nick's feeling a little like he doesn't know how to get the ladies anymore. He's not sure about any of this. And Dirk's wife has left him, so he's like, no, it's all about undergraduate ladies. These 20-year-old guys are setting the bar low. Have you ever had mono before? Tomorrow (laughs) you're going to say yes. Which... I have had mono as a child. You have. And it's no laughing matter. No, and you wouldn't know the next day that you had it. Mono no, takes that's not how mono works. A bit of time to hibernate. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. It's a funny slow. <laughs> in my case, my list after I had strep throat. Good yeah. times. Good times. Uh, any thoughts about Dirk before I move on, other than that he's awful? I mean, I found Dirk completely hilarious. But because gross. he was awful, yeah. it was just so, he was so extreme that it was funny. Joe? Yeah, he was just, uh, well, his wife's breaking up with him, so yeah. now he's oh, okay. turning into, you know, that's illegal, by the way. You can't be a professor and be, no, you, you can't. know, going after Well, he's not a professor. He was like, he's a, a collector guest. of degrees and he's a poet, so he was doing like a guest, guest lecturer. Oh, so morally, it it's improper, and right. I'm sure no one wants him to do it, but it's not like he can get fired from being a guest lecturer of a lecture he already gave. Well, Nick was yeah. a big fan because he kept going, oh, here comes the ending. Watch this. Watch how he yeah. finishes yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Which is like, weird. the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think even like, it's over or something. <laughs> yeah. I can start dating you. <laughs> so... Um, in the next scene, we see oh, Cece oh, in the oh. most ridiculous, super cute dress. 
But the jacket, the yeah. actually was a blazer with shoulder pads. So awful. And she's like, oh, look, I'm a sex secretary. <laughs> and uh, Schmidt is just like, what is happening? No. Right. <laughs> Don't dress like my Aunt Mildred or something at Seder. Aunt right. Martha. Aunt Frida. Frida, oh, good, good job. job. Did you write nice it down? Joe. No, I just remember that. Did you oh, watch okay. it last night or this morning? This morning. Nice. Oh, good fresh job. in your mind. Um, I, I like that scene because, as everybody knows, Schmidt is my favorite. So he's, like, getting some control. So that yes. scene made me yes. happy. And Cece's outfit cracked me up. And it's nice to see the tables flipped on Cece and her not be yes. awful for an episode. For once. Yes. And he foreshadows by going, okay, so even fantasy location number three. Yes. <laughs> so she's like, I'll do whatever you want, wherever you want. And that's when right. he brings up fantasy location number three. She rolls her eyes. Yeah. And we see that, you know, something's going to happen, but we don't know what. Right. But now we're at the scene where Jess is obviously called oh. Russell. They're on their second date. <laughs> and the first thing she says in the scene is, how good are the Beatles? Yeah. Were you sad when they, they broke, broke up? up. And he's I was like, one. Yeah. And ask him how his prostate is. That was uncomfortable to watch. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, that our, was. Our bodies yeah. are decaying. Yeah, that wasn't fun. <laughs> Poor Russell. That was just really bad. Then she blurts out asking him why they didn't kiss. Mm-hmm. And he gets up and runs out of the restaurant. And to us at the time, it looks like, oh, he's not into her. This is really weird. Their dynamic's been really weird from the start because I don't mm-hmm. understand why he walked in basically yelling, not yelling at her, but mad at her originally about his daughter. And then suddenly he needs to take her out on a date five seconds later. Like, well, I, I never understood that. I didn't think they had the chemistry. I will say in his defense, jet lag is real. So he may not have been himself because he had just gotten off a plane. That's true. He from Europe. Yeah. I still never, if, I, if you just take that scene alone, I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, those two must like each other. They have chemistry. And if you take right. any scene with Jess and Nick or with Mr. Gozenu or like, you know, all those other characters, I'm like, oh, they have chemistry. Yeah. Okay. Even when they're, if they don't hit any it scene, off. Okay. Any scene at all. All right. So, um, when, so, uh, so Russell just leaves, he goes, we're at the next scene and Winston's leaving a lot of messages for Shelby about not wanting space, pretends to ask Schmidt for his car, takes his car, drives to Mexico, and then we pan backwards and see that fantasy location number three was the back of the mambulance. So now we have Winston driving a vehicle to Mexico with two people in the back who probably don't have their IDs on them and they aren't wearing clothes. Right. While singing Gravity. We are not there yet. But yes. One thing that I want to say is before that, in the scene, or clip before that, Winston says, Schmidt, can I borrow your car? And then he goes, of course, Winston, you're so great. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all Winston. Like he'd add yeah. in, you're so great. Yeah. Totally irrelevant. Um, okay, so now we're at a party at the loft, because I guess the wine and cheese event ended and moved to an after party. Nick's still feeling really insecure, doesn't know how to be cool, and finds out that all he has to do is say that he's a bartender, and that impresses <laughs> the girls. And you can get me drunk, drunk professionally. professionally. And suddenly he's a hit with the ladies. Who and don't know what Saved by the Bell is. No. <laughs> then Jess comes home and asks why the cast of The Social Network is in their house. 
<laughs> and that's when um, Nick explains to her that 20-year-old girls are now his market. They don't know what Save Bell, Bell is. They haven't experienced pain. Yeah. And she's just being upset about the date and decides to basically just start partying. Well, I like the, when she... The funniest line in there is when she walked in, she goes, Nick, why is the cast of the social network in our living room? Yeah, that was <laughs> extremely funny. Oh, yeah. did she say that? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just... <laughs> Hey, it's worth mentioning twice when it's that funny. And Nick's like, I'm a professional bartender. I'm 30. I have no insurance. And, like, the girls aren't phased by any of that. No, they like no, it. No, no, they yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. I like when Jess, for no reason, isn't drunk yet and takes the red Solo cup and smashes it on Nick's forehead. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> He's a weird party move. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're to what I would imagine is everyone's favorite part of the show. Winston singing Wicked in the car. Yeah. One of my favorite parts for sure. Yeah. I love Wicked. Joe has actually seen Wicked. Yep. And oh, loves that's it. right. Heather, did you see Wicked? I saw it in 2007 and I am obsessed with it. I listen to the soundtrack on the regular. So. Off Broadway we saw it. Well, Joe, we don't live in New York, so yeah. everything we see would be off Broadway. It's not Pantages, right? And Kristen yeah. Chenoweth, I think, was in it. Oh, my. No, she was not. That I would have been amazing. But or since Dax's we live in California. Wife. Dax Shepard's wife. No, that's that's the movie Chris, That's Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Who was the lead singer then? People who we didn't really know because it was in Los Angeles. Oh. So, yeah. Oh. What, it would have been amazing to see Kristen Chenoweth, though. I agree with you, Joe. But when you see stuff off-Broadway like us, you yeah. don't always get those actors. Okay, so Winston's singing Wicked Loudly. Cece's like, nope, won't admit it. Not going to happen. I'm not saying anything. We have to just stay back here. Really short scene. Um, we're back at the party, and we just see that Jess is drunk. Really short scene. And then Shelby calls Winston while he's back at the car, and she's like, I'm at your apartment. He's already in Mexico. He's like, I'm turning around. I don't want any space. I want the air that breathes to be the Uber, whatever, weird stuff. Mm-hmm. And we find him being pulled out of the car at the border. <laughs> And I love how the border security guy's like, do you have any, you know, non-citizens with you? He's like, do you actually catch people with that line? <laughs> As he has two people in the trunk. Well, Cece didn't actually just say, no, no, don't say anything, don't say anything. Uh-huh. He, Schmidt says to her, which was hilarious, he goes, so let me get the, because he goes, I got to pee. pee. Yeah. Oh. And she's like, just, just, just go, just go. And he's like, are you telling me you would rather lay in my urine <laughs> yeah. in the next three hours than let them know we're hooking up? And she's like, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But, no, but then she says, were you going to say it? No. But then she says it's because what they have is so good, she doesn't want to mess it up. <laughs> and then people are going to ask her, like, lots of questions, like, why, Cece? No, really, why? <laughs> and there's a really cute moment in that scene where the way they smile at each other. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, it touched my heart. And then um, when the security, or the, I'm sorry, the border patrol person opens the trunk, he goes, well, how do you explain this? <laughs> and Winston looks so confused, not only because he finds out they're sleeping together, but because they're in the in trunk the of the car. car. And he's yeah. like, I can't. No one no, in the no entire world can explain that. <laughs> and I love how just later, I mean, we're not there in the next scene, they're just driving home. Like, nope, I feel like a lot more would have happened at the oh, border. <laughs> totally. Especially because Winston's supposed to be one of Schmidt's best friends. Mm-hmm. So, like, why didn't he tell him in secret? No, I meant the Border Patrol wouldn't just let them go. Oh, no, the Border... Yeah, oh, I okay. feel like I that would have taken longer right than home. four or five oh, minutes. Okay. So, um, Russell shows up at the party back at the loft, finds Jess falling off a table, hiding from him. She wants a donut, is all she says. <laughs> so, we see him in the car with the two college girls, Nick, Dirk, obviously Jess. Russell's driving. People are eating donuts. And they're on the way to drop the girls off at the dorm, which is just... 
weird. I'm just so, I'm so disappointed in Nick in this episode and the episodes that follow. Yeah, I thought it was out of character, though, for just to play drinking games. That doesn't seem like something she would do. Well, she plays True American all the time. Oh, good Later. Oh, my I bad. Think, I don't think they played it yet. No. For Maybe us. she loosens up for well, this. I think she was upset. So. Yeah. This was also Nick's opportunity to be the fancy man. Because he even mentions oh. it. He's like, well, I'm Dirk's oh. fancy man. I'm these girls' fancy oh. man. Good. That's, that's why Nick liked that that role. You know what I'm saying? Because he was finally fancy. Yeah, but he didn't have a lot of self esteem, so this was his way of being fancy. Uh, anybody, it always feels good to be fancy. Um, but also, I like when Jess said, "I'm not Jess. I'm her cousin Sylvia." I know it's just Sylvia. Sylvia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also, one thing that we didn't talk about was. When Cece goes trying to find out the reason that he patted her on the back, mm-hmm. did you happen yeah. to do your Kermit the Frog impersonation? <laughs> yeah. She's, She's like, like yes. maybe. Yes. <laughs> Wait, how did she say maybe? Like maybe. <laughs> and then, and then I like when they were talking about uh, how she's dating a man and sophistication mm-hmm. and she's like well i'm sophisticated too like 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 those bowls you know i i run with bowls and not those touristy bowls in pomona yeah oh, that's talking good. about the running of the bowls yeah. she was, was saying russell said that i don't think they were in pomona the, no, it's the no no no. It's the Pomona Bowl run. It you gotta oh. know what that is. <laughs> yeah. You gotta know what that is. I don't. It's obviously. in Mexico. It's a huge. It's, I'm it's, all Pomona. There's bowls in Pomona. But it's funny that she bowls. called them touristy bowls because they're yeah. just regular bowls. Yeah, but right, everyone right. does this. Like the running right. of the bowls in Pampona is yeah. huge. It's Not a Pomona, big thing. Pampona. So I was saying. <laughs> You have to know what it is. You're acting like I'm stupid. You have to know what it is. Oh, wait, not Pomona. I I, I knew what you meant, but I didn't think it was Pomona, California. Yeah, no. Maybe at the fair. So they're fancy bowls because they're in Pampona where they're running in the bowls. Not the touristy bowls. Or touristy bowls. Got it. So back in the car, Nick says that it's time to throw up now. So he runs towards the the road. Mm -hmm. So Russell redirects him and he says to Russell, again, you're killing me, Nick. Oh, she's not like her. She's one of the good She's ones. She's one of the good ones. Stop. Get your self-esteem together. Date Jess. It's very... I love the way he said it, too. Yeah, it is cute. Yeah. So, um, before Russell gets back in the car, we go back to Cece and Schmidt in the back seat with Winston, asking him not to tell anyone, and Winston's like, the world's upside down. Is that a stop sign or a go sign? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just got pulled over at the border. Let's not run stop signs I now, too. I would be so shaky. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot to take in, especially for Winston. He's sensitive. Yes. So we're back in the car with Russell and... Oh, just really quick. I like it when Schmidt says to Winston, you listen to Wicked alone. Yeah, and I can, yeah. I can so use I that, that against him. Well, you can use it against you. him, yeah. I yeah. like when he sings popular, too. Because oh. the car is popular. Yes. Lar. <laughs> uh, I could just, like, I know I feel very confident Lamorne Morris does not sit in his car and sing Wicked. But for some reason, I just picture him that way often. <laughs> well, he didn't make it look really natural. Right, like when he's on Instagram and he says something, I'm like, oh, he just got out of his car <laughs> Wicked. Sorry, Lamar. I'm not sorry. Oh, okay. Wicked's awesome. <laughs> so, um, Russell and Jess talk, and she yeah. explains that she likes him, and he's a hottie with a body. Yeah. 
And he explains he's out of practice and he was nervous. So yeah. Nick was right. And Sarah needed her inhaler. So yeah. he had to jump up and run to bring it to her. I feel like he could have got those words out to her at the restaurant. Yeah, but when you need your inhaler, you can't breathe. So you kind of do have to get it there. I mean, Sarah needs her inhaler. I gotta go. Isn't that hard to spit out yeah, when he's yeah. getting up? He came back to give her money for the cab. True. Um, and just says that he was nervous and he didn't know when the right time to kiss her would be. But they decide that that's the right time. Mm-hmm. Dirk interrupts with his hand because he's disgusting. He is. And then we see Nick on the phone. He can't figure out to turn around. He doesn't know where everyone is. He calls Dirk. Dirk hangs up on him and he yells that Dirk's dead. <laughs> and that's the show. <laughs> uh, I thought this show was interesting because it had not one but two scenes of people popping up in cars because Dirk. And oh. CC and Smith. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. knew they were back there, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Very well, car heavy. Right. And in that scene, uh, at the end there, when Nick is looking, he goes, oh my God, all I see is, is mountains. When did these hills turn into mountains? Yeah. <laughs> and that <laughs> cracks me up because when I go to the East Coast a lot, East Coast people thinks they think their hills are mountains. Like they're oh, just they do. like here we have hills like over by, you know, San Bernardino College yeah. and Grand Terrace. Yeah. It's just hills. Big Bear's a mountain. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Arrowhead's on a mountain. Those yeah. are mountains. Those are mountains. But back east people will go, oh yeah, it's up on the mountain. You're like, oh, that hill over there? Right. 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 A mountain is something that takes you like an hour to drive so up. To drive it. Not yeah. 10 minutes. Right. You know but it's saying? like it's their version. That's funny. Good yeah. point. Nick really so, deep with that one. Between yeah. the east and west coast, there's definitely discrepancy on what's a mountain and what's a hill. Because right. there are not many mountains back east. No, there's not. They're mainly yeah. out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good catch. Fair. Okay, so let's get into our favorite Jess look, Heather. Okay, I got a couple notes here. Um, this is really unusual for me, but I did not like her pajamas. What? I thought they were basic. And it's interesting, though, because we've talked to two costume people, and I think it was later in the season when they actually started doing it. This is just my interpretation. Maybe a little bit later than season one, where they started custom making her pajamas. Mm-hmm. And then I hate to say it, but I I really despise the purple dress. I thought it was just for an older person than was Jess. that on her second date? Yeah, the second, second date. date. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was for someone way older. Okay. And um, I guess that my if I had to pick a favorite look, I would go with um at the end with Russell. She's in a perp uh, periwinkle blue pea coat. So that's your favorite dress look. Yeah, but it's another new pea coat, so I'm starting to think we should eliminate the jar count because we never get any and add a pea coat count. People care more about the jar coat. I mean, I would go back and track her pea coats. I'm, per I'm willing to do that. What? Per episode that we're counting. Like how many right. jars But it's not what I thought it would be. I thought it would be more. Too. Yeah. yeah, okay. So I'm done. Joe, favorite dress look? Um, If you have one. I probably didn't have one because I didn't see much... Of what she wore, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and the, she was probably wearing that purple dress because he was older. She exactly. wanted to look oh, older, just like the hairstyle. Okay, yeah. I didn't even catch that. And being at a fancy okay. restaurant, nice. Yeah, good call. So I actually really liked. I can't remember when she was wearing it. I think maybe when Cece came over after she got dressed, or but it was a like a sweater. I don't know if it's two pieces or a sweater dress, and it had little white bows. Oh, that was and then okay. the skirt part was just solid. I thought that was cute, but I did like her pajamas. But I really oh. like pink. So okay, okay. Joe, who is your best dressed character for this episode? Cece with her shoulder pads. Ah, oh, <laughs> nice, nice. From the Lost and Found at the gym. Yeah. How do you lose that jacket? It's so big. Yeah. <laughs> 
Heather, who was yours? I actually, I couldn't choose. I had to have a tie. Uh, like Joe, Cece and the secretary. But also, I had to go with Dirk because those scarves were hilarious. So you guys gave out, like, worst dressed for best dressed. Well, no. Most entertaining dress. Those scarves were attractive. For a man? That's what made him hilarious. Ah. So that's why it was my favorite. Okay, so favorite Schmidt. Oh, I don't have a best dressed. Oh. Uh, favorite Schmidt moment, mine, I already said, when he was describing the difference between a secretary and a sex receptionist. Mm. Uh, Joe, what was yours? Schmidt using Wicked against Winston for not outing. Oh, nice. nice one, Joe. Now, you saw Wicked, but I never heard you sing it in the car with me. Did you sing it in the car alone? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know the words. Okay. okay. Heather? <laughs> um, I, I had the same one as you, secretary and sex receptionist. So funny. He's so, so serious. I laughed out loud all by myself. Nice. Yeah. So as usual, the chart counts zero. Yes. I decided to count instead how many times Nick says, smartest guy I know. Oh. about Dirk okay. and there's a total of four except for the last one the smartest guy I knew because he decided Dirk's dead because he answered the phone said hello yeah and hung up on him <laughs> that's fun I'm glad you did that so favorite funniest moment overall Heather um I I had to do I I hate that I repeated it but again it was sex for Terry I couldn't stop laughing no that's really it was cute yeah. Joe favorite overall moment Nick's bragging about being a 30-year-old bartender yeah, and not yeah. having insurance. Mm-hmm. That get was them very funny. Drunk. Like yeah. his resume fit that party perfect. Yeah. It did. My favorite, um, which is something we missed, as Joe likes oh, to say, oh. is when Dirk's talking about how his wife left him and he realized what he was missing. And Winston goes, scarves? Oh, I love that. And then, of course, Winston's singing. And I do like when Nick said at the party, like, I don't know what to do. Like, is calling a girl shorty still cool? <laughs> or maybe that was at the the college still. But it's funny, though. Yeah. Did everyone share their favorite funniest moment? I did. Yeah. Joe, you did, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, Honey Roast Award for Best Character Performance Scene. Oh. Joe Gunz gave it to a car. It can be whatever you make of it. Heather, who's your Honey Roast Award for? My Honey Roast it echoes my best dress. It mm. goes out to not not Dirk, but Dirk scarves. Oh, oh. so yeah, with some clothing. Taking Joe's lead. Joe, who's your Honey Roast Award for? Uh, Nick. Ah. A, for stepping in and being Dirk's fancy man, because he felt like he was oh, kind of Dirk's fancy. fancy. Yeah. Okay, and, yes. And then just everything with the party and mm-hmm. and framing himself as a success, successful 30-year-old bartender. Yeah. <laughs> that made an impact on you. Yeah, he really did. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not the last scene. Remember, we first started the podcast, Joe would only talk about the oh, last the five last. minutes. No matter what happened, he'd bring it back to the last five yeah. minutes. <laughs> Good job, Joe. So um, I'm going to give mine to Lamorne Morris oh. for being so brave and free and singing Wicked, which in my nice. mind, hopefully he does all the time and already knew, really? or as an actor, he had to prepare for. Mm, congratulations, Lamorne. Oh, I'm sure he's thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm sure we all caught oh, the bear in this you episode. Can't miss that. Joe, did you catch it? The bear? Yeah. I didn't catch it. Winnie the Pooing it. Oh. And Tony yeah. the Tiger. Well, he's oh, wait, a tiger. He's a tiger. Don't no, don't count that. But they said basically any bear, and then they listed a couple I was others. so relieved. I'm like, I got it, and it's the beginning of the episode. It was like one minute in. I know. I'm like, now I can relax and watch the episode. Yeah, it really, <laughs> it really ruins the experience. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I feel like I need to watch it to make my notes, and I need to no, watch, watch it again. It a second, time. but I don't always have time. No, so. I have to watch it twice because there's so many lines that I miss. But now yeah. that I have closed captioning, I'm better. Thank you. Okay, so discussion questions. Joe, did you come prepared with a discussion question? related to the episode 
Well, I think my discussion question was, I talked about it a little bit, mountains versus hill. What what constitutes a mountain mm-hmm. versus a hill? Oh. And well, I, I think it's the drive time. Okay. Well, there's probably like a scientific answer, right? To me, a like hill takes, I say 10 to 15 minutes for a hill. Okay. I say an hour for a mountain. But a hill could even be like at a park. It could just be so small. Yeah. But but a hill could also be like, you know, maybe less than ten minutes actually. So I think we have to do some googling. Yeah. We'll have to do some some googling. googling. Hill yeah. versus mountain. I bet they have it on Google. I bet they do. Any other discussion questions, Joe? No. Heather. Okay. Um. So I have. Okay, I have two. Okay, so I know it's gonna sound weird, but I'm watching the party scene. And did the loft grow? <laughs> How's all those people? There was a lot of people. Yeah, I think they could all fit in there. But you're right. That yeah. was pretty jam-packed. So I like how there were people one. making out in Jess's closet. Right. It was so gross. He's like, I'd like to talk to you alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is gonna, there's two of them. The first is, what is your go-to sort of wicked song to perform in the car and or shower? Ooh. Mine, coincidentally, is very much wicked. Although I was just late to the game introduced to Hamilton. Mm. But I can't rap that fast. So <laughs> I, I go, seen it. I go back to wicked a lot. And I also listen to a lot of John Mayer. What okay. about you, Joe? What do you sing? Joe, you don't sing. I don't ever in the car. You like I don't, hum? I don't go to plays, so I, I don't. No, know no, no. Any, I don't know any songs. <laughs> you still listen to the radio and have music. Do you have a song you so sing when you're in the Joe? car alone. I've been in the car with you. and You don't sing. I've noticed. But if no. you're in the car alone, do you sing? No. Never. I don't know. What about the Grateful really Dead? Because that's your favorite band. Sometimes the Dead, yeah, but they're not on the radio ever. No, they're so not. They're, yeah. they're not a radio. Rarely, band. yeah. Uh, Sorry, Grateful Dead. Just real quick, what's your favorite song, Joe? In life, in life, wow, that's tough because there's so. I, I, like I just, Alicia Keys I, I just yeah. like everything, you know. So I don't know if there's a favorite one. Okay, okay Heather. Okay. Um, there's so many songs I like that I'm not going to get into it. I'm just going to go with my favorite musical song. No, your favorite song to sing in the car is the question. Yeah, but I sing a lot. I sing a lot. I sing along to everything in the car, mm-hmm. even if I don't know the words, because mm-hmm. I'm always. People don't ride with me, so no, they I, don't. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. Um, but if I had to pick, I, I, you know, I don't know. The first thing that popped into my mind when you asked the question was the Rent song, five hundred sixty-five. Yeah, we know the song. Okay, yeah, it, it, Seasons of Love. Seasons of Love. <laughs> I don't know the no, name. No one of wants it. you to start singing it now. Yeah, That's a good one to sing in the car. It's fun. Yeah, Joe doesn't know Rent. And I sing it every New Year's Eve day, all day, mm. even if I'm not in the car. I feel like I you know don't rent. sing it right since you don't know that. I know rent. I, know I, rent. Pay, I pay it every thirty oh, days. Oh, <laughs> stupid! Nice, Joe. Hilarious. It took you like a full four minutes to come up with that joke. <laughs> you were like, and then it came to you. Yeah. <laughs> So that concludes our discussion for today. Um, our next episode will be on a number 19, which I forgot to write down the name of, but I think it's Lies because it's when Cece and Schmidt get found out. And it's actually one of, my, one of my top episodes of the season. Okay. So we'll see you guys next week. Have a Bye, great week. Bye, everybody. Bye.